It's been a long day. You just put the kids to bed. Go ahead and grab yourself that Newport 100 that you keep hidden in the medicine cabinet that's in the Band-Aid container. And grab it out of there and light it up. That's pretty sneaky. You're pretty sneaky. Pearl Harbor was pretty sneaky too. Yikes. Okay, diving in. First thing I want to talk about this evening is man versus wild. Bear Grylls. That man taught me a few things or two about make sure I look in the rear view mirror in life. Always check my surroundings. Make sure I'm good. Can never be too sure around here. Bunch of crazies. But maybe you don't know a lot about Bear Grylls. Uh, I can tell you a little bit about him. He got into a parachute accident whenever he was serving for the British military. Jumped out of there and his parachute didn't it didn't perform the proper way. Not great work. No way. But he jumped out and it broke his back right in half. Should have been paralyzed from the waist down in a wheelchair. See him playing wheelchair basketball instead of doing survival. You hate to see it happen. He'd parachute into the Sahara Desert tuck and roll right out of the Apache helicopter and he would just run around he'd make like a uh, a bandana diaper looking thing on top of his head soak it in water it's like a whopping 130 out there just scorching totally sizzled like a fried egg and he's out there uh He's out there running around. He's got a few things on him. A backpack. A Bear Grylls custom knife. Capable of flint and steel. Nice. He's got the works. He's a survival man though. Makes the outside his playground. Jumping around out there from tree branch to tree branch. See Bear Grylls. But he's out there in the Sahara Desert, right? And... It's just perfect. They just so happen in every Man vs. Wild episode, they've just so happened to find a perfect breaking point where they can, where Bear can set up camp for the night and all that. Like the perfect crevice in a mountainside that just so happens to be there. Whatever. Tell you what, that shit better not be scripted. I've heard the rumors. I'm no dummy. I heard. Not good news, though. Nobody wants to hear it. I don't want to hear it. That survivor man, now he was, I heard he was in the McDonald's. Shame on you. Yeah, cut, dumbass. Next time, don't leave the sweet and sour sauce container out. But Bear, on the other hand, you know, he finds like a, and then sets up a shop right on that mountainside there. Perfect, you know. He's got a, he's got like a gorge view, right? <laughs> nice. Discovery channels, just, just loving it. They always have it too, like he, 
encounters the most exotic animals ever and there's like a rattlesnake you know underneath a bush and he's got like a stick and he's sitting there just just jabbing it just poking right at it oh that should really piss it off now we're gonna go in there see what I can do bear here I'm gonna cut this snake out and then I'm gonna chop its head off urinate down it and then I'm gonna use that as my hydration system for the rest of this episode it's horrible there what are you doing buddy you got a dead dead carcass around your neck and got your urine dripping off your neck I can't imagine him drinking that and being hydrated and saying this is okay then they they flip the whole script they try to throw like a M. Night Shyamalan twist on the man versus wild. Farrell be in his sleeping quarters and a tarantula they'll throw on top of his head and then he'll bat it around, probably then launch it right into the fire pit. Bear teaches you a lot, you know. Teaches you it's okay to pee into containers. You never know when you're gonna need that. It's all about being resourceful. You got to be resourceful. You know what else you got to be resourceful with? The leftovers. I'm talking about the supper leftovers. I'm bringing supper back too. Sick of everybody saying dinner. It's supper. Bringing it back just like the McRib. Alright. Let's just give you like an example. I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to paint you a picture here. Minimal resources. You got Kraft macaroni and cheese. Spirals. Leftover. In that fridge there. Got yourself a can of tuna. Maybe you got rotisserie chicken. Maybe you have lunch meat. Maybe you have any of those combinations. You want to get really dicey? I'll even go as low as this. Maybe you have spam. That's really rough, but you whip it. And I'm not telling you to eat canned meat by any means. God, what are we, barbarians? Disgusting. <laughs> Yuck. Spit on the floor again. You get yourself some minced onion, garlic powder, red pepper, salt, black pepper. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Telling you, you gotta do what you gotta do. Can't be wasting nothing out here. I mean, that's what I was always, whatever, told. I guess you know my. Uh, as far as being resourceful with the leftovers, whenever I was younger, you know, you could still do these things. Uh, my parents used to strap me to the dining room table for supper if I wouldn't finish my meal and they uh, used to strap me there with a belt and I would sit there 
And they'd say, oh, you'll sit there all night if you're not going to eat your vegetables. And they used to say, you know, kids in China would be starving for that food. And I said, send it to them. Next topic. We'll be talking about retirement homes. Yeah. I used to go to a retirement home uh, quite frequently. I had a great grandma. I would go see her at the retirement home and I hated it. It was pretty much like walking around and I mean this in the most respectful way possible. Like you were in the Walking Dead, the TV show and you'd walk around in there. And that's not nice to say, that's pretty mean, but it felt like that because I would always feel like all these eyes on me, everybody staring at me whenever I would go to her floor. Let me tell you a little tall tale of why I feel this way about this. This one time, it was probably around the afternoon-ish. Is on my way to visit my lovely great-grandmother all well and good and there happened to be this 1960s teacher there that uh well i'd call these people loomers she was a loomer that would get caught up into the caught up in the hallway and she would kind of be in everybody's way it's quite quite the drip. Anywho, I think her name was Claire. Let me describe Claire to you. I'd love to tell you all about this. Uh, she was a, well, she was probably in her, maybe her 80s, I would imagine. Like I said, she was and she was a 1960s school teacher. You know, the era whenever it was fine to beat the shit out of children. That was quite a, that was fine. Maybe she's a case of dementia. I don't know what was happening there. And I was sitting at, you know, I was in the mess hall. And we're sitting there. And she happened to come over. Claire with her PVC pipe stroller looked like something some dude with an eye patch would have made. That's my new thing now. If I have to blame something or crack on the sidewalk, buildings uneven, you get the wrong dimensions for a blueprint, guy with an eye patch fucked it all up. Damn guy with that eye patch. Pete with the eye patch. Damn him. <laughs> Claire comes over though in the mess hall, and we're we're all sitting there enjoying a meal together. I think we got something from Panera Bread that evening. It's very good broccoli cheddar soup. Don't judge me. I don't want to hear it. Bread bowls are phenomenal. I eat the whole bread bowl too. I see people out there wasting. Don't be wasting. You eat that sourdough bread. Sourdough bread's pretty cool. 
It's almost like you're breaking bread like Jesus with his disciples. I can say things like these. I practiced. You already know what to do. We're eating a meal. She mutters, she, she babbles something to me. And then it happened. A very traumatic experience happened to me right there. She started strangling me. Yep. She grabbed my neck like I was bullying a, a fat kid that I had, I had no business doing, but I didn't do anything. She thought I'd bullied him for his gut problem. You gotta be bold with the matter. You can't be direct, that's the thing. Fat is direct, that's very direct. Don't wanna be that guy. So she's strangling me and I'm sitting there about to pee myself. And finally a nurse's assistant jumps in the scene and pushes her PVC stroller out of the way and launches it into the abyss. And the matter is de-escalated, threat neutralized, game set and match. Dementia's nuts. I, one minute you're a normal human being and then you get that beam from Men in Black that they used to wipe people's minds free. Same concept. Think about it. Go ahead, I'll give you a second. I never went back to that hellhole. I tell you what, uh, that place could easily be a, a haunted location after that place is all said and done. Place is gonna get hit with a lawsuit before you know it. Alright guys, I'm gonna hit you up with a new sidebar called the wrong group chat. I've been in this wrong group chat for a long time now. It's going on about five years. I've deleted a lot of the previous messages, but apparently I've been mistaken for a woman that's married to a Brian. We work in the tech department together, apparently, for some kind of establishment. You know, the tech people. You know, the tech department. Hello, thank you for calling customer service. This is Steve. So, we're working in the tech department, right? That's what we do. Which, I don't know how we're pulling it off, because I can only imagine. I've been sent a lot of messages at this point. Here's one of them I'd like to share with you. This man's name is Bob. Hope you both are doing well. I was able to spend a good bit of time over the last weekend and today with my mother. After talking with a variety of people at the Haven retirement home, it was decided that it's best if she's not taken out of the building. She is a high fall risk. Yikes. A broken or fractured bone at this point could be catastrophic. Beautiful writing. 
Based on my sister's reply pasted below, I see you two are planning on taking her out with Stacy. Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. Blah, blah, blah. Stacy's mom. Sorry, I need to cancel those plans. Feel free to bring something in and share it with mom. I saw Uncle Dick on Saturday. Uncle Dick. I always wanted an Uncle Dick. Stacy's message was too long to simply send you a screenshot. I had to copy and paste. Take care. Bob. I reached out saying, you simply have the wrong man. I was bypassed. That's a shame you won't permit mom to go out to lunch anymore. Jennifer and Aunt Pat were going to pick us up in the same vehicle that Jennifer transfers Uncle Dick in when he goes out, and we were all going to go out to lunch. But I guess he decided we didn't need to do that. Thanks. We thought it would be really wonderful to do, but I guess we were wrong. We typically go out a couple times a year. Guess we didn't need one more time. Heartless. Got a case of heartbreak warfare with Uncle Dick. I feel like Uncle Dick's a hell of a guy. He's a background character that more people should pay attention to throughout the show. That's who Uncle Dick is. He's misunderstood. Just, an, just an, he's just a guy. Just another guy. Take it easy on Uncle Dick. Alright? I simply replied saying, why don't we consider getting Mom a whistle? I was bypassed once more. This group chain's been going on for a while. There's no leaving. Another segment I want to bring up, it's called Side Job Hour. I want to talk about being a caddy. Yes, a golf caddy. Being a caddy's a lot of, it's a lot of ifs, ands, and what have yous. You really gotta be precise. Uh, you gotta really know what you're doing, have a range finder in your Caddy bib and a banana. Banana, you'll need that. Walking on the hills of Pennsylvania, it's it's pretty hilly out there in those fields. You you're walking around and you gotta you gotta find a five dollar golf ball that's in the high brush. Because that guy placed a $400 bet, and he simply can't take the out-of-bounds stroke. Or when he's on the car path, and he's got to play where it lies, and you see a spark fly out underneath the club. Pretty intense out there. I always thought it'd be great, though. What if the, what if, like, the player that the country club rented you out for, like, the whole day, though? You know? Hey, Pete. Why don't you come down to the lounge with me? I saw how you were doing reading those greens out there, and I think you might know what I need for my diet tonight. Why don't you shoot on down? Throwing out those recommendations. Yeah, he'll have the cob salad. New York strip steak. Medium well. Martini shaken, not stirred. And he'll be lying to his wife tomorrow afternoon saying he has a late meeting but simply he's out there playing 18 holes who knows maybe another extra nine god those kids are a pain in the ass 
right? That's what it's all about right there. It's all about talking about how the NFL's fixed and smoking a cigar and eating eating some popcorn out of the popcorn machine down in the lower lounge next to the locker room. That's where the business happens. Smoking on a stogie, keeping it real. If you like something sweet, maybe you go get yourself a sweet Jane. Puff, puff, pass, baby. Let's keep it going. Yep, you nailed it. It's that time. It's time for me to do my segment called In a Few Words or Less. I will be reading emails that were sent directly to me that were from Reddit. Let's get going. How do very wealthy people split the bill when they eat together? stare at each other awkwardly until one says I have to go to the bathroom and then he never comes back and dines and dashes next one up how was Robert Downey Jr. able to negotiate a salary that likely pays more than all the other actors in Avengers combined he would literally bitch about everything, all the way down to the Keurig keg cups. They said this man's going to be black booked. Next question. Did Robert E. Lee ever regret fighting for the South? They lost. What do you think? Next question. Why is Ringo Starr so wealthy? He used to steal bootlegged records of the Beatles and sell them at his own expense. Sums it up. That's probably not true. Next question. Does Walmart know when you steal from self-checkout? How sneaky are you? They got bouncers at the front door. Better watch out for the laser beams. Next question. If Trump is so stupid, how did he turn millions to billions? Money laundering. Next one. My friend got into MIT, and he's, like, really stupid. Should I notify MIT admissions so they don't embarrass themselves? You tattletale? Dumbass. Next question. Is Joe Biden intentionally destroying America, or is he just amazingly incompetent? The, the dude falls asleep when he talks. I'm pretty sure he's narcoleptic. Next question. Was Hitler actually a nice guy in person? Do you think concentration camps were a good asset to have of being a nice person? You tell me. Next question. What screams, I'm upper class? I made it out of a pyramid scheme alive. Next question. How did LeBron James become so athletic? He used to be on the Got Milk commercials. All right, guys. Well, that about does it here for me. Thanks for listening. I love it. I appreciate it. Take it easy. Stay classy, planet Earth.